Welcome to my testimony and today wow we have we have plantation owned prayer warrior yeah I tell you when when um, I'm sure people are already guessing who this who our guest is today because she's she's just a prayer warrior when when she prays a plantation I tell you man you have to be there to experience it so uh, my name is Colin and I'm Dawn and welcome to my testimony and today we have Dion Walder Elder Dion yes welcome to my testimony Dion glad to be here glad to be here Before we get into this testimony, let's bow our heads for prayer. Mm-hmm. Father, we thank you so much for this beautiful day. We thank you for waking us up. We thank you that we can sit and we can talk about your goodness. We pray that as Dion shares with us her testimony, that you will touch souls and lives will be changed because of it. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. So Dion, so. wow. And I, I know we, we spoke a few times before and I know you have... A very powerful testimony. Um, wh- where would you like to start? Start at the beginning, man. <laughs> oh wow! <laughs> well, okay. So let's start from just leading up to my first car accident. It was a Thanksgiving, you know, 2013, and mm-hmm. um, something happened that Thanksgiving morning. And the reason I wanted to back up a little bit is because I wanted to share after my first accident, what the spirit revealed to me. Mm-hmm. So Thanksgiving from I was a little girl, I love to watch the Macy's Thanksgiving parade. Like mm-hmm. I don't miss that. Mm-hmm. And then the dog show. Okay. So that morning I woke up to have devotion because I said, okay, I have to get that. It starts like at eight o'clock. So let me start devotion early and then, you know, make some food because I was, we were planning to go by my girlfriend's house for Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. And that morning I woke up and I had devotion, but somehow the Holy Spirit just took a hold of me. Mm-hmm. And I just started bawling, bawling, like, like from six to like nine something, I was just crying. Mm-hmm. Um, there was this song that um, I had come to church and Matthew, Melanie's son, Matthew, they were signing to Your Great Name by Anthony Evans. And that song just dropped in my spirit. So I was listening to that song, but I was weeping. I was weeping for hours on end. I just couldn't stop listening to that and I couldn't stop praising God. And so later on in the day, I realized that, you know, I was coming to going over my friends. I had to compose myself. So, you know, I composed myself and went and did Thanksgiving. So two weeks, less than two weeks later, one morning again, I was having devotion for work. And um, 
that morning I was very spirited. You know, it was like, I just felt like the Holy Spirit was just moving me. So when I was going through the door, I was turning the key and I was like, Lord, send your holy angels to go with me. I went in my car and, you know, my seat adjusted and on my, on my way to work, I called Joe because he had worked overnight. And I said, let me call him. Mm -hmm. But when I called him, it's like I was blessing him. I was speaking in his life. I was telling him to stay faithful, to stay committed. Mm -hmm. Didn't know what was happening. Mm -hmm. So after I finished speaking to him, I was listening to Christian radio, and there was a series going on with Daniel and the three Hebrew boys. Mm -hmm. And just as I tuned into that, I was on the Sawgrass Expressway, just about to merge on the 75, going towards Weston to get off at Royal Palm. Mm-hmm. Someone came over in my lane. I saw them in my periphery and I, you know, I, 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 I um, turned my steering and I guess I, I uh, over, you know, oversteer. Yeah. So oversteer. Mm-hmm. And the car just, my SUV, it was an SUV I was driving, an Acura mm-hmm. MDX. There was this um, body of water, a canal of water, and the car just got out of control and was heading towards that. No, you know I'm Jamaican. Yeah. I don't swim. I, 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 listen. <laughs> We're not big swimmers. I am not. And I turned to the car and said, oh, no, you don't. And I turned it the other way. Mm-hmm. And there was this grassy swale. So the tires, as the tires hit the swale, the car became airborne. Wow. And it just went in the ear and just fell on the, on the side. And then started flipping. Mm. And I said, oh God. Three times I flipped. Oh God. Oh God. And in that split second, I saw my life flash before me. Oh my goodness. I saw myself saying, this is where I'm going to die today. Mm. Because I had no control as the car was flipping. Yeah. So the car flipped three times just before it got to where the 595, because that's where that outlet, where the 595 yeah, also yeah, yeah. merged. Yeah. It, it, it came to rest it up on the mound just before it rolled over to the 595 exit. Oh my goodness. The car rested upside down. So of course I'm bracing myself. So all the content just flew, you know, mm. front and I'm upside down bracing. And then the car just flipped back on its four wheels. And all I could do was like, I looked at the steering and I said, that's you, God. Wow. That's you, God. That's you, God. So when I came out, you know, the traffic started backing up and the paramedics came, the fire rescue mm-hmm. came and I'm wheel on the other side and people were looking and I'm trying to be all cute and say, hello. <laughs> you, wait, 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 wait. So, so back up, back up. You better you're trying to be cute. I know. Come on, Dion. <laughs> I'm trying to be cute. You just flipped in the car. You're coming over being cute. You're trying to be cute. You're too much. <laughs> Paramedics came, you know, they took me to the, the Cleveland Clinic. They took my blood pressure. It was never, didn't move a needle. Wow. Totally. I was so calm because I was resolved in myself that I was going to die. Right. And I was, that I was good with being dying. Right, right. So I went and they said to me, you know, they, the paramedics, they said to me, you know, consider this a lucky day because we don't come to accidents like this mm. and come to pick up, bring a live person to the hospital. Good. So consider this a lucky day. They ain't, they, 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 the nurses, they came to me and they, when they told them what happened, they were like, you have your angels looking out for you. Wow. And so, um, you know, Lorraine, you know, Lorraine Palmer, yes, she yes, came yes, by yes, the yes. hospital and uh, yes. James, you know, and, you know, so. I, I went home because it's just like, it was so surreal. Mm. I went home 
and um to get the i got the contents from my car i went home i got a rental we went home and the following morning i was having devotion mm. and i was singing the, the, the hymn praise god from whom all blessings blow later that week Dawn, your wife, sent me a text mm. message, and it says, "Praise God from whom all blessings flow." Mm-hmm. Later that week, that Friday, I got a card in the mail from Joanna Reader saying, "Praise God from whom all blessings flow." Right. A little later down, I recognized that the spirit in my devotion was telling me, "You were mourning your death on Thanksgiving." Why you were crying so hard? You were actually mourning your death. Mm. So, you know, going through the motion of like, God, I'm gonna stay faithful to you. You know, I know the enemy wants to, you know, put me out, but I'm gonna trust you. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. having to go through not having a car, having a rental, mm-hmm. um, I just got a new supervisor at my work. So, I had a project that I do every year mm-hmm. in New York and. So um, less than five weeks later, I was on my way again to work, less than about maybe two miles down from my first accident. Mm-hmm. Okay. Here it happened again. Mm-hmm. So I got a call from a sister from church just like a few minutes before. And she was thanking God, you know, that God opened doors for her. And she, you know, started to get some business because she was self-employed. And I was just mm-hmm. really just encouraging her and everything so a few minutes after we came off the call and i was just about to know go over to my royal palm exit i looked in my rearview mirror and i saw a pickup truck coming like at 90 miles or oh. more an hour you knew you knew he wasn't gonna stop oh my gosh no I, and then you know because you know on the 75 it's a four lane so it's right. like okay I'm like where can i go because mm-hmm. the traffic you know everyone's coming i'm going on the exit so everyone's going 65 85 miles an hour i just saw him coming i couldn't do anything so i just braced the the impact when he hit my car i was driving a rental a a, 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 a hyundai i think that yeah when he hit the car my car he it was so hard he hit me from my lane to the next lane over to my mm. left and I hit another car and I said oh no not again not mm. again God no I had to stay coherent because this one shook me so hard mm. because when he hit me the, the the impact of that crash was like it broke the back of my my seat I was I went forward like it, it right to the windscreen if I didn't have my seat that I would have gone through mm. and I came back so hard it broke the back of my my, my driver's seat wow. the um the back of the car, the wheel well was pushed right up to the, 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 the driver's seat. What? It was wow. so bad. This time, I was totally shaken up. Mm. I was just trembling. So when the paramedics came this time, my blood pressure was high. Right. Because this is five weeks later. So I'm like, yeah, yeah, how, yeah. How, how much can a girl you know, endure mm-hmm. in less than five minutes? You hear metal clanking and everything. And I said, yeah. you know, God, you've been good. I didn't go to the hospital that time, but I started to say there's something spiritual going on here. Mm. Yes. Somehow okay. the devil wants to mm. snuff out my life. Yeah. So I was determined you know, that I was going to stay strong. I was going to be faithful. And I had a church community. I had you guys. I had people praying for me. I had people coming and calling me and encouraging me. And um, it was like the day before I had that accident, I had a work assignment just before I left. So I had that accident the Tuesday and the Monday. 
my supervisor had asked me to do a corporate presentation that you know a client was coming through. And so I was supposed to turn that in that Friday. So having the accident the Tuesday, so I got the assignment the Monday, the Tuesday I had the accident. Yeah. I had to go to the orthopedic surgeon. Thank God, both accident. God has been so good to me. I never had a broken bone mm. or I had some loose tissues. When I first went to the orthopedic surgeon and he did the MRI and the x-ray, he said, let me walk you out. And he walked me into his um the lobby area where his, his yeah. staff is and he said jesus is looking out for you jesus oh, wow. is looking up for her if you heard her and you know doctors don't they don't talk about no, they it. don't no. but he was so excited he said jesus is looking out for you so i knew that god was looking out for me but there was just so many things going on it's just like a series of events earlier that year um i was coming home from work that Friday, I stopped for groceries. I came home and I felt a sensation in my breast, mm. my left breast. And when I touched it, I felt like there was a pebble as hard as a rock. Wow. You know? Yeah. So that was like early, that, the February of that year. Then I had the accident and I was, actually I was going to the doctor, you know, to um, get checked because I needed to go do a biopsy. So just a compounding of things. And then I had a supervisor who she just did not like me. You know, mm. it was like I, she inherited me like a couple months before and there was nothing that I did that she, she pleased her. So having the both accident, having, you know, a lump in my breast, not knowing if it is cancerous or not, going through all of that and trying to stay strong. Mm. And I must say, this is where your, your church community matters mm -hmm. because I really had people praying and encouraging me and just, you know, just loving on me. Mm -hmm. And I just had God being there for me because this is where your faith is tested. I remember mm -hmm. the, um, the, uh, the week the, before my, my second accident, I remember one morning I was feeling so down and, um, just before I woke up, I could, I heard the spirit said to me, do you have a roof over your head? Mm. And I said, yes. He said, he said, do you have a job? And I said, right. yes. He said, do you have food? And I said, yes. And he said, do you have a car? And I said, but it's not mine. It's a rental. He said, I didn't ask you that. <laughs> right. do you have And I smiled and I said, yes. And he said, the Lord is your shepherd. The Lord is your shepherd you shall not want. And so I took comfort. I took comfort knowing that God was with me and God is for me and God's fighting for me and I needed to trust him because whatever he was doing, I think he wanted to increase my faith level. Right. And right. so I had to, um, I went back to work like two weeks after that. And when I went to work, like the same week I went to work, my, my supervisor called me in. And when I went in there, there she was with the director of HR. And they were like, hmm. oh, you know, um, the business has to continue. We, uh, we sympathize with the fact that you had these accidents. And, you know, but uh, we, you were given an assignment. And she, she just literally, she really wanted something. Because she wanted, it would be like Daniel when... The, the, the other um, leaders, they, they yeah. couldn't find any fault. They find mm -hmm. So they just mm -hmm. owned something because I saw yeah. that because the year before in my performance review, I got above expectation, exceeded expectation. Mm -hmm. So she was looking as I was, I, I heard in retrospect that she was like trying to go around to find some reason. Mm 
because she didn't care for me. Mm. So she used that accident, the assignment that she gave me before my second accident to say, oh, we, I gave you something and you weren't able to do it. And I'm like, are you kidding me? I almost died. And you know, she set it up in such a way where she wanted me to react differently. Okay. She wanted to behave in a way so the HR director would see. And I knew because God threw that to me. And I'm like, this is ridiculous. I almost, and they were like, oh, I'm, I'm very sympathetic, but you were supposed to have turned that assignment in. <laughs> so the HR director turned to me and said, you know, you know, uh, we have um, benefits. You know, you can take your short-term disability and everything. So, you know, maybe you would need something like that psychologically. You know, I know right now you may be traumatized. I said, you know, let's go ahead and do that. So in that 90 days, I really took the time to really evaluate my life you know mm-hmm. for the first time when I felt like I was gonna die I literally call in and gone I saw myself like this is where I will die today mm-hmm. and for some people we get an opportunity to repent before we die for yeah. some people it's gonna be instantaneous and that day for whatever reason God made me when I had that devotion when I spoke to him and say send your angels you know Lord to cover me while I go when my son came to that accident with one that first rollover, he said, mom, you know, as a teenager back then, he was in high school, he was like, there had to be some divine entity. That's what he said, mm-hmm. some divine entity around here. <laughs> right. <laughs> so it was, it was really apparent for me. And I thank God even for him that he didn't take me because I realized that at that time, my son needed me. Mm-hmm. He, he needed me. I saw the grace of God to say, that's why he spared my life. So in that time, you know, that nine today, you know, being home, I didn't want to go back. I didn't want to go back to work with everything. I listen, I didn't want to go back. <laughs> you're going back. Like he did not argue. And he's like, you're going back. I'm like, all right. When I went back the first day, it's like every hair stood up on the back of my neck because mm. I just didn't want to be there. Wow. And, you know, my employees, she came to me and she said, you know, um, I get a feeling that they don't need you here. They want me. So I realized that she was actually divvying up my, even my work. And wow. I had this big project that I used to do. And she came to me and she said, you know what? You're not going to be doing this project anymore. We're going to be doing that. I said, why? I, I mean, I'm just going to be on the side because this is something that is one of the biggest projects I do. And she just, she was trying to divide my work among all my other team members. Oh, wow. And so um, when my review came, she gave me a bad review. Mm. Well, you do not need expectations you know you got assigned in to do I, I i was not able to transfer it in the department just i was just locked in well one thing she did and it was almost prophetic it was that happened in 2014 she says tw- she wrote in the review 2015 will be a great year for pat oh wow she wrote that wow uh, so i went back in may and by June, she was out of there. Oh, wow. She came in one day and um, just res- resigned with immediate effect, sold her, 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 her belongings, her house, and just moved out of state. Wow. Later that year, I went on vacation. And when I got back, the senior vice president, at the end of the day, my phone rang and he called me. And he said, Pat, can you come down to my office? 
and I went down and he said, I was looking for you, but I realized you were on vacation. We're giving you a pay raise. Oh, wow. Four months later, I got a new supervisor. I'm working that morning hard. And she called me and she said, could you come down to my office? And I she said, close the door. She said, I'm giving you a pay raise. Mm. She said, you <laughs> wow. have been overlooked long enough. I'm giving you a pay raise. Wow. July of that year, I got a promotion. The HR told, lady told me, she said, in my history of age, I've never seen someone get this kind of promotion. My goodness. And this kind of pay raise. That year, 2014, 2015, God gave me an increase in my income over $45,000 with wow. bonus pay raise. Amen. Wow. Amen. So, that's I'm telling you. One, one of the reasons I realized to wait on God. Yes. Wait on yes. God. Sometimes when you see things happening in your surrounding, in your environment, mm. and you can't make sense of yes. it. Mm -hmm. yes. Trust yes. God and wait on God. Yes. Yep. During all of that time, I'm telling you, I kicked my prayer life into turbo. I told you guys, mm. you know what? That prayer is, is <laughs> that's where it stopped. I kicked it into turbo. Right. Your days come at work. And I right. feel anxious. Mm. And I felt like I don't have the strength. Mm. I would go to the bathroom maybe 10 times for the day. And I made the restroom my prayer, my, my war room. Oh, and wow. I would pray. If it's five minutes, I would pray just for the strength to keep me. And in the mornings when I have devotion, I like contemporary songs, but nothing beats those old hymnals. Right. Go words, to those right? hymnals, mm. 525. Mm. Oh, safe to the rock that is higher than us. Yes. My soul in its conflicts mm. and sorrow would fly. Yes. I would go there and I would go to those hymns, you know, in times like these, you need a savior. Mm -hmm. And I would mm -hmm. just press into the presence of God. I would just press yes. into the presence of God. Mm -hmm. And I tell you, Colin and Don, even, even in my giving, I told God that even in my tithing and my offering, I was going to increase and I was going to give him my all. Mm. And I started to seek God in a way that I've never sought him before. Because before I saw all of those things, all of those blessings that he brought to me, mm. I just recognized that if it were up to the enemy, he would have just taken me out, out, killed me, you know. Even people in my surroundings started to be fearful for me. They were mm. like, you have, you have life insurance? Like, you know, <laughs> yeah. I'm not sure. You know what? I was I'm wondering, <laughs> how do you get back in the car afterwards? After you have a rollover accident like that? I think it's just, um, I wasn't scared. Oh, I think wow. it's just my faith in God. Um, tell you when I got scared and messed up. When, you know, people are starting to ask, because I went back to my orthopedic surgeon and, and um, his assistant said to me, I think she wasn't a believer. She said, I hope you're burning incense. <laughs> 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 but I, I have other people like, okay, they're like, you're jinx girl. You, you better yeah. be burning some incense. And then I have people start telling me, you better not take the 595 anymore. Take state for wow. 84. Here I am waking up early in the morning taking state for 84. And I'm like, uh-uh, I'm not going to do that. So, so, so you, <laughs> did, did, you know, did you take state for 84 one day? I, I did a couple of times. <laughs> and then I, I'm like saying, but I'm, I'm, I'm in fear to dictate, you know, what God, exactly. you know, like how God exactly. wants me to live. Exactly. And I'm like, um, I said, no, 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 no. I can't. And then I felt, because now I'm becoming conscious. I'm on state for 84. Right. 
like yeah, you know, I, quite a, and I'm like, uh, 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 this this ain't gonna work for me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, wow, wow. I'm gonna go back to the 595. You know, God is with me, and I tell you, there's never a morning since 2013 because my first action was december 10 2014 my second was january 14 2014 there's mm -hmm. never a day i go to work where i don't bless the lord for those spots that i had the accident mm -hmm. oh, wow. I, I am like yes i am super conscious especially if i'm trying to merge and i see like you know the traffic i'm coming traffic and stuff so it kind of like i feel like it's like always bringing me back but i lay down those memorial markers and i give god mm. thanks because i recognize that i could have been dead you know yeah. from, you know look at it 2020 you guys would have just had a memory that you would have known me i could have been dead twice you know less I than back to back twice the enemy tried to take me out mm -hmm. and, and mm -hmm. i know that god has something special in store for me because right. ever since then i've seen how he has led me i've seen how he has expanded my reach to touch lives you know mm -hmm. to pray for people mm -hmm. and i've seen that that's what the enemy does he is a killer he, right. he loves to destroy dreams and, and per people's purposes. Mm -hmm. And for whatever reason that time, I guess he just did not want me to move forward to the next level of my ministry. Right. God, but I just put my trust in God. And the, the big takeaway from this for me is for people to live in such a way with this current COVID, what's going on right now. Mm -hmm. I don't know if I'm mm -hmm. going to live to see you guys. It is like equal opportunity for everyone, right. Right? right? And so I don't know. My own thing is live each day as if it is your last day on earth. Amen. 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 Yes, yes. Because yeah. that, that morning, 2013, even so more, that was more impactful because I just couldn't. When your car gets out of control, you have no control. I literally had no control when right. that vehicle was, was flipping, was flipping and I'm just going over and over and turning and like, just, oh God, oh God, that was it for me. Mm. But God saw it differently. Yep. The devil said yes and God said no. Amen. Amen. Wow. I've been to your workplace and you share with me that yeah. you, you take your break. And what do you do on your breaks? So I take my break. Um, Sometimes I'll go in my car and just talk to God. Mm. You know, it's just a conversation. You know, because I recognize that, you know, sometimes you get so caught up into corporate America mm -hmm. and it really can take you to a place that, you know, if you're not grounded, yep. you find that you can lose your way. Exactly. So I've always, you know, for me, especially with that, this job that I'm at, I'm there almost going on nine years. It's God who blessed me with that job. Right. And so when I was going through, you know, that, that time, that difficult time with my supervisor, I would say, you know, to myself and in, in, in my prayer, I would say, you know, what you bless, you do not curse. Right. You provided me this job. You are omniscient. You knew long before that I was going to get someone like this. Mm. And it, I got, in, I framed my mind in such a way where I thought about, you know, characters in the Bible. So I thought about Saul mm. and David. Yeah. Right. And mm -hmm. for every Saul, there's a David. Yeah. yeah. For every Pharaoh, there's a Moses. Right. And so for every this person, there's a Dion. <laughs> so right. I know that God has made me, all right, to be the head and not the tail. He has made me to triumph and to give me victory. Right. So 
I, I, I use that. And so even when I take my breaks, I intercede for people at my job. Mm-hmm. I reflect on God's goodness. You know, I, I always reflect on his goodness and say, you know, God, you bless me with this job, not only for to, to improve my standard of living, but to be a conduit, to be a distribution center of help to others. Right. You know, I have people in my family in Jamaica that I, I help, that I support. I mm. have a young girl that I, I, I sponsored in Tanzania, mm. um, mm. you know, and she's from a village where they have a lot of, you know, HIV, AIDS, you know. So mm. I always look to say my life, especially in corporate America, to be a... Um, a, a person of influence right. so my life needs to shine I remember one of my employees she said to me I respect you because you told me when you were going through all of this you don't run when the battle is the fiercest you stand mm. and so I was able to live a life where she was able to see Christ in me. And even though she's moved away to Iowa, she still keeps in touch with me and she still reminds me. And there are even colleagues of mine in the company, even now they knew what was happening and they saw that injustice was being played out. Mm-hmm. But the grace that God gave me to endure, they, they have such high respect for me. Mm-hmm. They would say to me, you never complained. You were always smiling. I didn't even know that I was doing that. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Amen. Wow. Amen. So when the grace of God and when the spirit of God is in you, you know, sometimes when you're going through these, these trials, you're not even cognizant of how you're, 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 uh, you're emoting to others, mm. but they see and they witness. And as a result of that, they, whenever they're in crisis, they come to me. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. They come to me. And, you know, I am, I think, you know, God gives us these testimonies so that we can be real to people. Yes. Mm-hmm. So when yes. people are going through stuff that we can share our testimonies and let them know, I mean, he didn't promise, you know, when he asked me all those things and say, I'm your provider mm-hmm. <laughs> the following day at the second accident. Right. Right. Mm. Wow. But he wow. did tell me that, he is my good shepherd yeah. that I need to depend on him, mm. you know, and if I trust him, look at how he redeemed me. Look at how he, he blessed me, yeah. you know, in such a way that it, it's just like, it, it's just mind blowing and almost prophetic when mm. this person was being so hard on me and basically was prophetically speaking into my life to tell me that my, my oh, 2015 God. was going to be a great year. Mm. And, and so right. said, so done. Right, wow. right. So, so what about that lump that you, you found in your breast? What's the outcome of that? Yes, yes, yes. So thankfully, I, um, I did do the breast biopsy and it was benign. So thank God. Even then, Amen. God was with me because Amen. having the accident, having everything was going on, man, it was a hard time. Let me tell you, man, if I don't really pity myself. I, mm. I, don't, I don't have the time to have <laughs> self-pity. Right, right. But I remember that time and I would encourage anyone, if you ever find yourself in a situation like that and you have to go in and get a procedure, have someone to go with you. Mm. I just felt like, okay, I'm going to do this on my own. You know, Joe was working, my son was in school. And so I, you know, I'm very private too. So I went Mm -hmm. and let me tell you, Colleen and Don, when I was lying there in that hospital bed, I felt like I was an ant in the whole world. I just felt like the world was moving and I'm just this insignificant person. And I was there and the tears started coming down my eyes. 
And the spirit of God just came to me and whispered to me. I heard him clearly said to him, he said, fear not for mm. I am with thee. Amen. Be not dismayed for I am thy God. Mm. I will help you. He, and when he said that, it just comforted me. Mm. So it doesn't matter what you're going through. Mm. God is with you. Amen. And he's for you. Mm. And the spirit of God is in you. So for me, that was, I took comfort in that because that's what he said to me. So when I did the biopsy, it came back denied and I just have to give him thanks. Amen. You know, so. Amen. And Dion, I know you, you're very busy now um, in ministry. Uh, tell us about some of the ministries you're doing. I know you, you speak at different churches and stuff. And of course, we all knew about the praying. <laughs> so, but uh, but uh, tell us a little bit about the... Um, the the, the, uh, the preaching engagements and and why do you think that is such an important thing for you to do? It it it, it what it does it kind of just fuels my passion. It makes me, it gives me this resurgence in my faith to recognize that we're in a battle. Mm-hmm. You know, we're in war every day. We're in a battle. Mm-hmm. That's supernatural battle, and that's why. He tells us that we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but principalities and powers and rulers of darkness and, and the, the high um, um, host in high places mm-hmm. who do wickedness. And we yeah. see more and more these days. So my message, my core message when I go to different churches and when I speak at different forums is really to bring people the realization, like an enlightening of their minds to let them know that we all have a divine assignment to complete. We mm-hmm. all are called with a specific assignment. Like mm-hmm. nobody can do that work mm-hmm. except us. Mm-hmm. And that work is pre-assigned before we were even born. God assigned mm-hmm. that work. Yep. So it's really, for me, I feel that my number one objective is to help people to discover their purpose yes. and their destiny. Mm-hmm. Because we all have unique gifts and we're all in this together collaboratively as as a community need to work together so that we can advance the kingdom of god and so uh um, when i go to these churches and sometimes i go to the very conservative churches and i feel that the message is a little bit too radical and i'm like (laughs) god (laughs) this church up in orlando and had this message and the message that the Lord told me, he says, is the new wine skin, right? The new wine skin message. So I'd gone that morning on Sabbath school and, you know, very traditional. And I turned to John. I'm like, man, I don't know if, if this is the message, but it's too late. <laughs> and I tell you guys, when I went and preached that message, the whole church, I've never experienced that before. The whole church came afterwards. Thanking the pastor even came to me and said, "Thank you. I needed that. I needed to do a series of evangelistic. So God just sent you basically to plow up, you know, the soils for me to go forth with the message." Oh, wow. What really struck me, there was this elderly man. I think maybe he was in his late eighties, early nineties, and he came to me and he put his, you know, hand on my face and he was like, "Thank you." Thank you. But I just felt like, you know, when God sends you whatever message he gives yeah. to you, and yes. I've learned that, yeah. you got to deliver it. Because yeah. I, I tell you, you look at the physical and you're like, I don't know about that. You know, yeah. we something have it is, you know what I mean? But God is so good, man. I'm, I'm at church 
you know, I work with the women's ministry mm-hmm. and um, this time we're doing right now during the, the COVID, we have a little, Dawn, you were part of it, yeah, a little yeah. uh, prayer. Mm-hmm. We know this makes 67 days we've been praying oh, since. Wow. And I can't tell you guys what a God has been doing with those women who came up, comes on the prayer line. There's one particular person, she comes on for the, the six to seven days we're praying. She's there every morning. Wow. She was very shy. You know, she said, I, I, I didn't like my voice. I didn't like all the way I sound. I didn't oh, think wow. I could pray. Let me tell you, I have them, we assign them, you know, devotional. So they have days, specific days that they lead out. Mm. This person is leading out. Last week when she led out, she's doing the erotic blessing. Oh, wow. It's like, I'm telling you, totally. She's giving her testimony to say, you know, you know, I needed women like, you know, the group of women we're sharing is like women are feeling that there's a sacred space where they can. And I think this for even for mental health, because if during this time, I know many people are battling with mental health because if your mind is not right, the enemy always target your mind. And that's what he does. Your mind is a battlefield. Yes. And so us coming together and us praying and encouraging each other and speaking to, into each other. Colin, mm-hmm. I'm telling you, I see God. I see God working in such a manifold way. Mm-hmm. And I must I must confess to you guys, I didn't want to do it. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, Colin, my life is just so busy. Right. And like the first week of COVID, I was like, man, I, I don't want to take on one more task. <laughs> I really, not one more, like literally. Right. Wow. Would you believe it? I heard the spirit said to me, do it for me. Mm. Just a soft, soft. He said, do it for me. And now that I've done it for him and see what he's doing in the lives of these women. We have women coming, calling from California. Oh, wow. We have women this morning on our line. We have someone calling from St. Vincent. Oh, wow. You know? Yeah, because when I pray at church, sometimes people from other, they're watching international, they yeah. see. And so, Yeah. So they, they, she just texted me off the, the lady from um, St. Vincent's. I said, thank you so much for allowing me to be a part of this. Amen. So it is wow. such a blessing, mm-hmm. you know, as the sisterhood that we come together. I'm telling you, man, I, I'm telling God, no, no, I see. Because I was telling him, I said, God, I don't know, man. You know, seven days, <laughs> seven days a week, different times. <laughs> right, right, right. I see what it is doing in my life also. Mm. How He's drawing me closer to him and, and just basically to see the need, like give me the lens that he sees through and to see people where yes. they're at and having the ability to minister to them and mm-hmm. to bring healing mm-hmm. to them and to help them to grow in their faith where they too mm-hmm. are being discipled now mm-hmm. where the, in the, the, what I envision is the spinoff where they are going to start their own Bible study because right. wow. it's more like prayer and devotion and Bible study and prayer, mm-hmm. you know, they can go now and start because guess what guys, we know that this is just a precursor. Yes. Corona is just a precursor of what to come. Yes. We as Seventh-day Adventists, we are church, we believe in eschatology and time events. Right. And we, we know when the Bible tells us that the plagues will come. Mm. Now we're thankful now that we have social media. Like now we have Zoom that we're doing this meeting. And right. We right. don't know the next cataclysmic event right. that if we're going to have technology. Exactly. So if we are not right now rooted and grounded when the big 
bigger things come, which we know the bigger things are going to come. Then how are we going to stand? In the book of Jeremiah, if we can't run with the footmen, how can we run with the horsemen? So I believe in all of this, that God has given us a window. Yes. A window for us to first self-evaluate where we That's at. Right. And also an opportunity mm-hmm. for us to warn those who are not of the faith to come in. It's like with Noah's Ark. Right. What little window to come in because when that door is closed, that door is shut. shut. Yes. Mm-hmm. So I, I just feel like right now that's where I'm at. I, I feel like. Calling, you know, me being in corporate America. Um, <laughs> you, you know, I feel like, yeah, you, I feel you, like right now. Yeah. You know, I have, a, you know, you know, I have my corporate name for you. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Yeah. <laughs> when you're in corporate you America, you, you're, you're Patricia. <laughs> I know. I'm Patricia. I'm Pat. Yeah. Pat, right. Know, you know, that's I said it. You know, being in, being in Jamaica, Jamaican love to name their kids and call them one name. So my name is actually Patrika Dion. Right. Buchanan Walden. Right. So you guys know me as Dion because right. that's how they named me. You know, I was called growing up. So right. my business name is Pat. Right. So, you know, when you come here, you see, hi, Pat. Right. <laughs> Sometimes I invite my colleagues to, to, to church and they come and they're asking for Pat and like, Pat? <laughs> right <laughs> oh boy yeah. so so dion thank you so much again oh, wow. for sharing your testimony yeah. it, it, it was it was definitely a blessing and it's always a blessing talking to you Absolutely. and just want to encourage you and joe to um to keep close to god and of yeah. course matthew too and i just yeah. just love you guys and i love your ministry awesome. and awesome. um you know you praying at church we miss you praying we got to get you yeah. praying more more Soon. during this time, man. Yeah. Yep. Yep. I'm scheduled for in the next two weeks. So. Oh, okay, okay, great. Great. Okay. great. So. <laughs> guys, I love you. I thank you so much, guys. You guys have been so instrumental in my life. You know, we have been places, Dawn. You've oh, yeah. been my yeah. my prayer partner. Mm. Colin, you've been a mentor to Matthew, my son. When yes. I needed you guys the most, you know, in growing in my faith, you guys are always there. So God bless you too. And thank you so much for being a part of my life and my family's life. Yeah, you're welcome. Our pleasure. Our pleasure. Right. So thank you again. And then um, Dawn, you're going to lead us out with prayer. Sure. Yeah. Oh, Father, what an amazing testimony of your grace, your goodness, and the power that you have within Dion's life. I ask that you continue to bless her, continue to strengthen her, continue to help her, that everything she puts her hands to do, she will come to you first with, so she can be a mighty, mighty person for you and keep on touching lives and souls so they can we can all be ready to meet you. It's our prayer in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Yes. All right. So my regards to Joe again. Yes. I'm, I mean, when, when we started the video, Joe was kind of in the background. You know, but I'm not going to say anything. <laughs> <laughs> We're all good. So thanks again. And um, right. we'll talk soon. Okay. See yeah. you soon. All right. Thanks, guys. Bye. God bless. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.